1: Hello, and welcome to
0: Pride Mix here at Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast. June is LGBTQIA plus Pride Month. And during the month of June, our trail mix episodes are called Pride Mixes.
1: Pride Mix is a chance for us to dive deep into queer history and, in some cases, how queer history intersects with the national parks and the National Park Service's role as America's storyteller.
0: While in our Pride Mix episodes from season two and three, we turned our focus on events and people in history, specifically in New York and San Francisco... To help illuminate the contributions of queer people in the LGBTQ movement. Last year, we turned our focus to
1: laws which have been enacted against the LGBTQ community. And to now, With the waterfall of bills being proposed in legislatures all over the U.S., we wanted to take a look at the extremely long and cross-cultural queer story and timeline of drag up until this point. Honestly, we won't be able to cover every moment of the timeline because it's so incredibly involved. But we are going to cover a lot of it.
0: So before we start, let's talk a little bit about some favorite moments
1: that we have from drag shows that we have been to. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love a good drag show, Mm -hmm. especially a local drag show. Mm -hmm. Well, we recently saw a local drag show at our friend's brewery. Yes. Triple Bottom Brewery, not a sponsor, but they're wonderful and they do great stuff for the community in Philadelphia. That's true. Highly recommend them. There was a local drag show at their um, brewery and... um, It was a drag brunch. It was a drag brunch Mm -hmm. and um, I particularly loved the drag king. That was a part of it had exceptional numbers. Yes. And like lots of great props work. I mm-hmm. mean, it was, they were well-tailored numbers. Yes, yes. And well-tailored
0: in general. In general,
1: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. entirely. Mm-hmm. And what about you? So for me,
0: I feel like I remember going to, um, <laughs> there's a, a local um, gay bar in Asbury Park um, called Paradise uh, going there for my birthday dancing with some friends. My brother was there and um, he went out to there was a drag show happening in one of the spaces within the bar Um, and he went up to the drag queen on stage and I'm definitely not someone that likes to be in the limelight when it comes to things like that and he like I was like oh god he's doing something and the drag queen called me up like in between numbers and was like like looked me up and down and like did a whole thing and was like well and you get a gift because it's your
1: birthday so they gave me a gift card which was nice. And look at Mm -hmm. that. So yeah, I don't like to be in this spotlight but also I'm okay with it no that's not my that's not my real housewives <laughs> opening mm-hmm. i don't like the spotlight <laughs> but i do like the compliments that but i do be. love the limelight <laughs> i don't like the spotlight but i do like the limelight exactly. that is your that is that's what it my would be. that's my real housewives and you would be like New holding Jersey. limes or something ronge my yeah. ronge <laughs> <laughs> intro that's mm-hmm. it. yep
0: Let's start with this. Drag is an art form. And like all art forms, it looks at, responds to, highlights, challenges, illuminates, and reflects so many different parts of humanity. Also, like all art forms, drag is inherently political. Drag is a performance, specifically a performance of gender. It takes gender and it turns it into
1: artwork. From the article, What is Drag? Here is Everything You Need to Know by Yelena DeZinova, published on Insider quote, drag is the act of highlighting and emphasizing various feminine and masculine features, and it provides an avenue through which people can both subvert and celebrate gender expressions. Drag often gets conflated with cross-dressing, but the two are not synonymous, said Melanie Walsh, a psychology professor at the University of New Haven. Drag emphasizes community and celebration, while cross-dressing is generally a more Solitary activity. Drag is the theatrical exaggeration of gender, said Joe E. Jeffries, a drag historian and adjunct instructor at New York University, who noted that the art form constantly subverts what people think they know about gender. End quote.
0: In our current landscape, it's very easy to think of drag through the lens of what is presented on RuPaul's Drag Race. And while we both find this show to be so fun and entertaining, and it certainly puts drag at the forefront, drag has a long,
1: beautiful, deep queer story. Drag as a term has been around for a long, 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 long time. Oxford English Dictionary dates it all the way back to 1388, which is when Mike was born. Yep. Though it wasn't until later in the 1800s, when I was born, Mm -hmm. that drag was associated with the performance of a gender different from one's own. Drag dates back
0: all the way to ancient Greece, with men performing female characters on stage. This also was, and still is, the traditional practice in Japan with kabuki theater, as well as Western opera.
1: As we know, not all history is written down. Reasons why oral history is so important. It is often collectively agreed upon that the the term drag also comes from, wait for it, the theater. Shock of all shocks, drag is literally a form of theater. It is theater, everybody. It's storytelling. So this derives from male performers performing female characters, because y'all remember when that was the thing? If you don't, we'll remind you in many, 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 many instances for a long time in many cultures across the globe, women were not allowed on stage and they were not allowed to perform on stage. Men played all of the roles, including the female characters. And this often involved elaborate costumes and sometimes petticoats that would literally drag on the floor behind the actor. So this is one way this term may have gotten its association. Another story,
0: and we have the movie Connie and Carla to thank us for this one. Thank you, Nia Vardalos. Is that drag is perhaps an acronym from Shakespeare's time. And they would write in margins of the script when it would be a male performer playing a female character. And the shorthand for dressed as girl was the word drag. This term, like many queer people, can have multiple origin stories.
1: The important thing to note is that this kind of performance has been around. Another important moment of the timeline was the 1920s with the language language Polari, a secret language used in England that had roots in theater slang. Shock of no shocks. And this was born out of necessity so that queer people could speak openly to one another during a time of homosexual criminalization. Now, if this were a visual show, I'd put a picture of the state of Florida in 2023 right next to my face. Right now. The
0: very first person we know of to associate the word queen with drag was William Dorsey Swan, who referred to himself as a queen of drag. Swan a formerly enslaved man, hosted drag gatherings in his home
1: in, in Washington, D.C., with most often other formerly enslaved people. In 1888, Swan was arrested and charged while in drag for, quote, being a suspicious person, end quote. He was also arrested many other times for trying to protect and s- save his friends during raids on queer gathering spaces. During the early
0: 20th century, at the height of vaudeville, drag performer, pioneer Julian Eltinge was known across America for his female Female impersonation performance. In fact, Tinge was at one
1: point the highest paid actor in the U.S. We know that by 1927, drag was a term that was being used regularly by the queer community. It was referenced in that year's manual of psychiatry by A.J. Rosenoff and defined as, quote, an outfit of female dress worn by a homosexual, end quote, or an event defined as, quote, a social gathering of homosexuals at which some are in female dress, end quote. Now, we know that this definition is obsolete now as drag is not a performance medium that is only accessible to gay men. It is available to ...to all people of all identities. Exactly. Including that of even Ronald Reagan and George Murphy
0: that's right two republicans known for their conservatism oftentimes during wartime soldiers would dress in drag to entertain each other especially during world war ii during this time this is the army the play turned film featured the characters doing just this it premiered on broadway in 1942 and the film adaptation even won an oscar in 1944 so don't believe it when republicans suddenly act like drag is a dangerous thing they've been participating in it too
1: because drag is an art form It's not dangerous. It doesn't hurt or harm anyone. And while drag queen is a common term, drag king is also a very common term that most likely emerged around the same time. The Harlem Renaissance saw the height of many drag king performers. This was also during a time of public criminalization of LGBTQ folks. Again, photo of Florida in 2023 right next to my face right now. This led to many gatherings happening in private clubs, hence the birth of ballroom culture, a place where the culture of drag was deepened even further. 1867 is the year of the first recorded drag ball. It featured mask and femme performers doing mask and femme drag, and it took place at Hamilton Lodge in Harlem. As ballroom culture grew, it became a celebratory and gathering space for many particularly queer black and Latinx folks.
0: During this time, there was also a bit of a divide among gay white men between those who had more, quote, masculine qualities who could, quote, pass in a crowd, and those who were more, quote, feminine. And old habits die hard, don't they? Tune into our other podcast where we call out gay white men. Gaze at the problems
1: of the gay community, and that's problems with a Z. So often, in order to avoid a bar being raided, and yet again, Q a photo of Florida in 2023, the more femme men would dress in drag to appear like women and men who were dancing together and therefore not appear as men and men dancing together. And while
0: trans identity and drag are not the same thing, trans is an identity, drag is a performance. The backbone of drag as an art form is from our trans siblings, ancestors, and members of the community. Many trans people turned to drag as a way to find work, so for them,
1: drag was quite often a way to survive financially. In the 1950s, drag performers found a home for for performances in gay bars and gay specific faces like bathhouses and with the growth of the gay bar came an increase in spaces for drag performances and thus came the growth of drag as an art form queens like divine appeared in popular films and later served as inspiration for ursula the sea witch and the little mermaid even into this remake entertainers across the spectrum have turned to drag time and time again as it is an art form that is available to all So what are some moments of drag that you remember from growing up?
0: Well, I feel like there was, it was, I was a little young for it, but I do remember Bosom Buddies um, on TV. Mm -hmm. Um, Tom Hanks getting his start and um, uh, Rick Moranis, right? I believe if it's not Rick Moranis, if it's not Rick Moranis, it's somebody else. Okay. Moranis.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 Great. Maybe.
0: Yeah. I think it is. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: What? I definitely remember um, Victor Victoria. Mm-hmm. That was the movie I watched as a young person because mm-hmm. I'm gay. <laughs> yeah. That was That's a why. formative moment. In I don't know if you've story. heard of the title of this podcast, mm-hmm. but the, um, some people have at it, the problems gaze, of the gaze. gaze at the problem, the white gaze at the problem. Yes. <laughs> gaze at the problems of the gays community. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah i um yeah well victor victoria is like all about j- bending gender right yeah she's like she's a woman playing a man playing a woman or yeah. she's like trying to appear as a man playing a woman but she, she is, is a, a woman, woman playing this man playing a woman mm-hmm. yeah it's like a hat wearing a hat wearing a hat it is a little yeah. bit yeah. yeah yeah so um yeah i remember that very much mm-hmm. also you know tootsie yeah that was the moment also some like it hot i mean yeah. again just like the drags everywhere drag is comedy and it's been the, and it's been here for forever yeah and, like, for us to, you know, pretend, like, suddenly, like... It's a problem. Now it's a problem. It's like, girl, mm-hmm. stop. Well, we'll dive go into home. that. We'll sure. dive into that later. Yeah. But, yes. Um, yeah. I mean, even recently, like, uh, Bertie Carvel as, as the Trunchbull on, uh, mm-hmm. in Matilda on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a really famous, um, like, tradition in the UK um, for men to play female characters in what they call an English pantomime. Like, it's a... Mm-hmm. Of it's a genre of play, it's mm-hmm. a type of like comedy, yeah. Play, and so, like, that's a very common thing. So, they're like literally referencing that with the production of Matilda. Oh. Yeah. 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 Drag I, is everywhere. Drag is everywhere. I remember too, like the Golden Girls, Sophia mm-hmm. and Dorothy went in drag as Cher and Sonny Bono. Right. When they had to sing, I got you, babe. Yeah. And then obviously, of course, RuPaul.
0: Yeah, of course. Where was the first time you saw RuPaul? I mean, RuPaul, not the, the show, but I feel like. No, no, no. The person. RuPaul the person. Yeah, the RuPaul the, the person. Brady Bunch movie. Bra-
1: <laughs> I think me too. And I remember seeing. And Jan, you better you work. You better work. <laughs> I remember seeing RuPaul, mm-hmm. and I I think I turned to my mom in the movie theater, and I went, oh, she is so pretty, mm-hmm. and I did say that. Mm-hmm. Also, RuPaul, I mean RuPaul is gorgeous, mm-hmm. gorgeous, gorgeous, still gorgeous, gorgeous all mm-hmm. the time. But yeah, I remember being young and seeing yeah. RuPaul and being like, ooh, yeah, I, I definitely didn't understand it then. No, no I just didn't like, either. Okay, and then I think my mom said something like, that's the man, and I went, oh, good for him. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> and and I liked that. <laughs> I like I meant to that right yeah right. I would Formative secretly watch RuPaul's uh, talk show on VH1 oh, that's like, right I got, later yes. at night as a child and I was like I am here for the mm-hmm. I loved it mm-hmm. right I thought it was so funny and I just like I always and like obviously we have RuPaul on Drag Race and I'm sure. thrilled that that's happening and like great and I watch Drag Race all the time you watch it sometimes yeah. but um, I loved the talk show because like Ru always Asked really, really great, deep, important questions, mm-hmm. and also would like, you know, then make a joke that would like make everything stop being serious again. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, sure. which is sort of like what drag does, yeah. right? So, yeah, things I loved about that. A few things before we go. Most importantly, drag is not a crime. If you find yourself in conversation with someone who says things like, What about the kid? Here's some things you can say in response. One, please tell me the last time you took your kid to a queer bar with you, and please
0: tell me the last time you happened upon a drag show in public. Most drag performances happen indoors because, you know, temperature control. We don't want makeup to run or to sweat through costumes. As people who walk through two major cities often, being New York and Philly, both with thriving drag scenes, we've never just happened upon a drag show outside. Two, You know how some
1: live music just isn't for everybody? Like jazz, for instance, an integral part of the music art form. Just because you don't like jazz doesn't mean we need to outlaw jazz or outlaw live music. Three, outlawing drag would sort
0: of be like outlawing movies or music or theater or any art form. It's an art form. It's going to live on. And right now they are trying to make laws to outlaw drag performances and spaces that we created for them. It's akin to a film having violence in its content and then fining and punishing the actors who participated in the storytelling of the moment. In
1: conclusion, the current attack on drag is rooted in homophobic republicanism and distraction. The Republican Party is doing the thing it has always done and is attacking a marginalized group of people in order to distract from the other agenda they have, which is to make America great for wealthy white folks. And worse, they are targeting the healthcare access and existence of trans folks in the wake of all of it. There's literally no evidence to support that drag harms children or anyone for that matter. Drag performances that contain sexual innuendos and quote-unquote adult content take place in age-restricted bars. We would like to end with a quote from Nino Testa, an associate professor
0: of professional practice in women and gender studies at Texas Christian University in Fort Worth. Quote, queer people have always found creative ways to resist the violence of their experience and norms that have tried to restrict our ability to live freely in the world. Drag is a process of that resistance. These communities formed as a response to harassment, exclusion, and violence. I'm hopeful in the sense that we've done this before. We never stop doing it, end quote. And another quote from
1: drag queen Alaska, winner of RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars 2. Quote, the great thing about drag is that the second you think you've got it figured out, it changes and turns into something else. That's why we'll always survive. If you want to act,
0: go donate to the ACLU's Drag Defense Fund. From the ACLU, quote, Drag performers and the LGBTQ community are facing threats across the country. In the face of these threats and censorship, you can fight back with the ACLU for the protection of our rights. The freedom to express ourselves and our gender identity in creative ways fuels artistry across our country and culture. And drag is protected by the First Amendment, like any creative expression such as dance, fashion, and music. As a community, the only way to get through this is together. The sources for today's episode include... What is Drag? Here is Everything You Need to Know by Yelena DeZinova,
1: published on Insider. Inquiry Trixie Mattel breaks down the history of drag by Them, published on them.us. The US has a rich drag history. Here's
0: why the art form will likely outlast attempts to restrict it by Scotty Andrew, published on CNN.
1: The Evolution of Drag A History of Self-Expressionism by Gael Abu Naser, published on byarcadia.org
0: The Long History of Drag, from vaudeville to Reagan, and why right-wing outrage is Nonsense, written by Maggie Baska, published on Pink News, and
1: the GLBT Historical Society. This has been Pride Day. Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast, and we're here to remind you to parade early and parade often and
0: not drag is always out there. Gaze at the National Parks was created and is hosted by us,
1: Dustin Ballard and Michael Ryan. To see images of this episode. Follow our Instagram at Gaze at the National Parks. To contact us, email us at Gaze at the parks at Gmail.com. And to find out more about the parks visited on this show, visit our website, Gaze at the And that's Gaze G A Z E. All original artwork featured on Instagram, on our website, and in the Gaze Shop is by me, Michael Ryan. All original music was written and performed by Dave Seaman and Mariella Klinger with Sean Sleo on guitar. Our music producer is Skylar Fortgang. This episode was edited by me, Dustin Ballard. We would also like to acknowledge
0: that while recording this episode that we are on the traditional and stolen lands of the Lenape people, also known as Ocean County, New Jersey.